Welcome to the Small Business Surgeon Podcast, the show where we dissect the businesses of top producers, examine their growth strategies, and share with you the bare bones of their success. I am your host, Samuel Smith, and I'm glad you're here. Let's operate. Hey guys, what's up? Welcome to this week's episode of the Small Business Surgeon Podcast. And uh, guys, I am really excited today to bring you today's guest. Uh, Might be a little bit of a fanboy. Uh, We are joined by a world-renowned fitness expert. He's a model, an actor, a superhero, an author, a TV host, and one of the top online trainers in existence. Guys, please welcome the show, Clark Bartram. Clark, welcome. What a great introduction, brother. Thank you very much for that. I got it on Instagram and everything. So oh, wonderful. Right now, boom. <laughs> wonderful. Well, you make my job easy. Thank you so much, Clark. And thank you for taking the time out to come talk with us and with the audience today, because you are like a world-renowned fitness expert and one of the top online trainers in existence. And uh, I did want to get into that with you, especially the Instagram and TikTok stuff you're doing, because I mean, that's where I've really, uh, really found you and connected with your brand. Uh, but before we go down that road, give us give us a quick thousand foot view of, of who you are, man, because your resume, it's like a CVS receipt. Let's be honest here. Well, I feel very fortunate, honestly, to be in the position I'm in. And it has been a process of passion if I just really break it down to you. This is where I was meant to be in life. So what I do is I coach men over 50 all around the world. And that's typically my avatar, right? I have it's under the age of 50 for sure. But in business and online marketing, you have to have an avatar. And that's what that guy looks like. He's over 50. He's successful. He's accomplished everything he's wanted in life. But the one thing that he's missing is the body, is the muscles, is the confidence that goes along with everything that he's done in life. And I figured out why. It's because men have put themselves on the back burner to achieve Mm -hmm. all success outside of the physical thing. Then when they get to that age of 50, they start looking at their life going, wait a minute, hold on. (laughs) It's time for me. And rightfully so, because we've all heard the saying before, if you burn the candle at both ends, there's a point of diminishing returns. Yeah. At that age of 50, 60, whatever it is. It is right and it is expected and it is the thing that you should do to prioritize yourself and be a little bit selfish with your time because the reality is it pays dividends for everybody in your life, your wife, your kids, and grandkids at this point. So that's kind of a basic overview of who I am and what I do. Man, it, it's such a such a on-point target audience for entrepreneurs at 50 and above it's almost as though now it happened to me a little bit a little bit earlier than than 50 but it's almost as though an alarm clock goes off and you um you start seeing the people around you the people you came up with that you went to school with maybe or that you worked with earlier on in your career you start to see those guys dropping dead from heart attacks and, and and having strokes and for me this year was no different can you speak on in general, the health of entrepreneurs and some of the things that we, we should maybe be looking at before we get to uh, 50 and in, in trouble. Well, let me start with something that you just mentioned, our friends. Right now, in this moment, as we record this podcast today on August 1st, 2023, it is noon here in Southern California. My best friend, who I've known since I was eight years old, is currently has his chest in this second nah, right uh-uh. his chest is wide open he's on a lung and heart machine to keep him alive while they bypass three of his arteries and he talks to me three days a week 
And every single time he and I talk, I say, did you go down in your basement today, which is 60 feet away? Did you go to your basement and work out today? And his response is, no, I did this. It's basically, and he knows it as well as I do, he got lazy. He was the guy in high school football that bench pressed more than everyone. He was ahead of the curve. Mm -hmm. He had everything and he could build a great body, but he achieved great success in life. He made it to the top of his specific job in corporate America. He grinded every day as we use that word and has all of the money, the properties, all of that. But right now he's laying there with his freaking chest laid open. And the reality is we don't know if when they close him back up, if he'll wake back up, God willing, he does. But I talked to him yesterday. And the last thing I said was, I want you to know, I love you and everything will be fine. If this doesn't go as planned. So that's the reality of life, man. I'm experiencing it right now. And as it relates to entrepreneurs, you have to schedule time. That's the biggest thing I hear from these guys. I don't have the time. Bullshit. Bullshit. You schedule everything else out in your life. You won't take a call from me unless it's on the schedule. You won't go to lunch with somebody unless it's on the schedule. You won't have a meeting with your team unless it's on a schedule. You won't go to a mastermind. You won't even have sex sometimes if it's not on the schedule. I'm telling the truth. Yeah, you are. You are. Yeah. So why not put yourself on the schedule in the morning? You just choose not to. That's the reality of it. Now you come to me after the fact. You're 50, 100 pounds overweight and you feel like crap. You're lacking in confidence. You're saying, man, I should have done something sooner. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Man, I feel like you're shouting directly at me, Clark. I feel like I'm being told off here. <laughs> <laughs> That's always a good thing because, you know, it's like when you go to church and it's like, I feel like he was just talking to me. Did someone tell him my story? No, it's just if it resonates, it resonates. And that's when you know that's that still small voice inside of you saying, mm-hmm. do something about this. Well, the, the only way I ever do something is when it's on the calendar. And the only way I stay in shape is when I put a workout on the calendar and I go do the workout. I'm one of those guys. If it's not on the calendar, it doesn't get done. And so I, I hear where you're coming from. Um, man, tell me a little bit how you got into the fitness business because you're, you're, you're a like, lifer at this. You've been fit for 30 plus years. You've, you've been on magazine covers in the 90s. Clark, how, how did you get into this business and how have you managed to have such long staying power in it? There's, there's really two answers to that question. One is there's the spiritual answer and then there's the business answer. So I'll start with the spiritual one. I honestly feel like this is what I was created to do. I, I see I, that in you. I see it. Like it, it doesn't look like your work and it looks like you are existing and this is why you exist. It, it, it is, right? And I... I always tell people I could not not do this. If if I went and worked at a regular job somewhere, I would be coaching people in that job. Mm-hmm. When I walk into the gym, after this morning in the gym, a guy walked up to me and he said one simple little thing and ended up being a 20-minute conversation about what I'm passionate about. And part of that is marketing and helping people understand how to really develop their brand in a space, whatever that space is. Mm-hmm. But so there's that part. I know for sure that this is what I was created to do. And then as I aged and realized that there are a bunch of 26-year-old trainers online that do a great job with what they do, there were very, very few guys over the age of 50 who, this is the really important part, who other men who've achieved high levels of success could look at 
and go, I will listen to that guy. You because are so like, right. You are so right. You are so, because the last thing I want to listen to, you know, I've built several seven figure stretch into eight figure companies and brands. And the last thing I want to do is listen to a 26 year old. No, I mean, no disrespect to the 26 year old who's in great shape, but I want to, I want to be educated by a guy who's where I'm going, who's where I want to be. And you're right. There's, there's no thing out there for the, for the guys that are my age and older. There's, there's nobody to look up to. Well, you know, they're, do you remember the Brady Bunch? <laughs> yeah, yeah. So there was an episode in the Brady Bunch where Greg Brady was Johnny Bravo. And Greg Brady thought that he was a good singer, but the people who recruited him realized that he just fit the jacket, the sequins jacket mm -hmm. that was really expensive. They needed to find a guy who fit that jacket. That's really what this industry is. They go out, marketing companies, as you know, will go out and seek a face for a brand that fits the jacket. Yeah, correct. There's one person that I could name that I won't, who is all over the internet. They spend millions of dollars a month on advertising, and this kid fits the jacket. He wasn't necessarily a fitness person, but he's good looking, he's well-spoken, he comes across great on camera, he converts. Mm -hmm. That's what matters. So if he didn't work, they would take that jacket off of him and put it on somebody else. See, the difference between me and a lot of guys, not everybody, is the fact that I, I designed the damn jacket. <laughs> I, you know what I mean? I do it because I was created to. I can't not not do it. And I have a passion for helping men. I sit here every single day, and that's not an exaggeration. I wake up to text messages from men who've sold their companies for 100 million, men who have companies that are eight figures, men who have achieved high levels of success, and some who work in a steel mill that say, hey, I'm gonna take the last bit of money that I have and invest it into myself because I realize the importance of listening to somebody who's obviously not a, sh a, a charlatan, a snake oil salesman, or somebody who is just marketing himself because he wants to make money. You know how long I've done this without making any money? As an entrepreneur, <laughs> you know how that goes? Yeah, yeah. I'm the last one that gets paid in my business. Man, isn't that the truth? Well, I, dude, you're just opening so many doors right now for me to step through. So I, I'm trying to keep the interview on track with my notes and where, where I want to go with it. Um, can we talk for a minute about the times in entrepreneurship where you have struggled? Because now you're, you, you appear as though you're on the other end of this and you appear to be immensely successful at what you do. But you just made a good point in that many years you did this for free. Um, what was it like back then? And, and how did you have the tenacity to keep going and to keep engaging in doing what you do? Because like I said, I can't not do what I do. It, it would be impossible. I would implode, explode, disintegrate. Something would happen to me because I'm not operating in my purpose. So it was my wife, right? We understand the power of having somebody in our yes. lives that see things from a different perspective. My wife would say to me over and over, Clark, you need to stop giving your services away for a variety of reasons. One, People don't appreciate it. Two, you're just constantly working. Three, I hear you screaming and yelling when you get frustrated because people are not following through with what you gave them. Mm -hmm. They got to have skin in the game. They got to do this. And, and your wife typically is the last person you listen to. But thankfully, I was smart enough to listen to her and then get my coaches. And, and one of my business coaches says, Clark, if you ever give away your services again, I won't work with you. 
because that's the number one thing that you shouldn't be doing because you are devaluing the value that you bring. People pay for everything in life. Mm -hmm. They pay to go to movies. They pay to buy cars. They pay to get houses. They pay to get clothes. They pay to buy Rolexes that they can't afford. They pay to do all of these things. But when they see me online and they respond to a call to action, like today, the call to action is success on a post that we just put out. So when a guy types to me success, I hit him back. I had a friend reached out to me today. He said, Clark, do you have ManyChat or any of these autoresponders? I said, absolutely not. I'm the autoresponder. I send a message. I dare anyone to DM me and, and follow through with my call to action. It's me going, hey, Samuel, great for reaching out to me. You said success. I'm the perfect guy to help you get success because I've done it with thousands of other men who were at the same point you were at in life and needed to make a change. So here's what's going to happen next. I'm going to fill out, you're going to fill out this form. You're going to book a call with the strategy coach. Don't ghost my guy. That's bullshit. If you ghost my guy, that's wrong. I know you won't do that, but I needed to say it. So then you're going to fill out that form. You're going to vet me out. I'm going to make sure you're right for my program. And then we're going to get started. You're going to pay for the program, but it's worth every penny. So that happens and a guy says all of the right things. I need this. I want this. But then he doesn't invest. That just drives me nuts. I've either done something extremely wrong or that guy's just being what I refer to as a bitch ass dude. And he's not ready <laughs> to take out his credit card and invest in himself. He'll go buy Bitcoin. Mm -hmm. He'll go get some trading cards online. He'll go get all of these other things that don't even exist in the real world. They're just material things out there in, in, in the cyberspace. But he won't invest in the thing he looks at every day in the mirror and realizes it doesn't look as good as he wants it to look. That that completely blows my mind. Um, I started investing in personal development close to five years ago. And every time I've invested in, in any kind of program and actually done the work, like the, the rewards from the investment have been just 10, 50, 100 times what I put in. Like now I'm... I'm three months away from finishing a post-grad from, from UT. And the money it cost me, I'll make back a hundred times that by having that piece of material in my business. What do you think it is about guys that they start to come down your funnel? You've, you've obviously got a, a well-thought-out onboarding process just by the, the way you, you talk me through it. What do you think it is about us entrepreneurs that makes us scared to pull that trigger on our own investment but not scared to spend money on other areas of the business because when you buy a ferrari there's an immediate return on that investment as far as your ego is concerned true yeah it, it you've lost money on that investment just anyone who knows anything about a car knows the minute you purchase that car you drive it off a lot you've lost probably a third of the investment in that car but you've gained all of this ego that is really what most entrepreneurs are trying to fulfill is some sort of ego thing like look at my money look at my house look at my car and when all of that comes to an end and they see me and they know they need to do something there's a fear of failure because they've tried in the past several times but the reality is this they didn't try long enough or hard enough it is possible for every single person regardless of their current physical situation to improve. Absolutely, I know beyond a shadow of a doubt that any man that comes into my program or any program for that matter, that follows through with the advice and more importantly, the educated experiential advice 
of someone like myself or right. someone in a position like me, you follow through with it long enough, it's impossible for your human body, body not to respond. It's literally impossible. <laughs> I know. I know. I just like, you know, I've come off of uh, a lot of weight loss and a lot of sobriety. And one of the things I had trouble with was getting started, was just actually getting into movement. And you've talked uh, in the past about a, a thing called three moves in three minutes and how that can help people get started. Can you talk on that for a second for us? So during the pandemic, I got on TikTok like a lot of other 50-year-old men got on TikTok for different reasons. And I thought to myself, I remember doing the very first video in here. I had no idea what my platform would be when it was right in front of my face. Fitness. It should have been fitness. But I was trying to do all these witty, funny videos, and that's not me. And it just didn't work. So I bailed. And then the pandemic hit, and I started doing an exercise one day. And then I came up with this idea, man, if they do this for one minute, each one. And then I'm like, what can I name this? And it was originally three moves, three minutes in the morning. And then my my graphics guy said, take the morning off of it. Just do three moves, three minutes. Mm -hmm. But then I came up with this thing, you know, where I just had the intro to it. But then I started getting trolled by all of these trainers out there that think they're smarter than the human body. And they were saying things like, you mean to tell me that you're telling people they get in shape in three minutes a day? Absolutely. Any person that thinks that that is not possible is retarded. They have no idea what they're talking about. They're the worst trainer on planet Earth because any human body, regardless of their level of fitness, can do something for three minutes a day and improve. Like right now, if all we did was take three deep breaths, mm -hmm. we would get better. Hmm. It's that simple. So for someone to overcomplicate it and suggest that Everyone is at a level of their fitness where three minutes wouldn't help them. That is completely disrespectful to someone who's deconditioned, out of shape, and looking for help. Yeah, I think all they're trying to do is troll me and make me look bad when they're disrespecting all of the people out there saying, Man, I was going to do it, but now I'm confused because this trainer who's got a million followers too said it's not possible. Those trainers need to shut up, you know? <laughs> yeah, I agree, you know, but everybody on the internet's got an opinion. And, um, I just, but that's a dumb opinion and that's an opinion you need to keep to yourself, you know, and, and there's so many opinions that are better off left to a conversation at coffee with their buddy that says, Hey, you ever see this guy on TikTok that's saying three moves, three minutes. I don't know about that, man. That's stupid. You know, have it to a different conversation. And more importantly, when I see it and I reach out to you and say, here's my phone number, call me and we'll discuss it like men. And you say, why would I want your phone number? Exactly. You're, you're what I refer to, again, as a bitch-ass dude. You won't call me and talk to me directly, but you'll sit here and talk online. So now I know what kind of man you are, you know? Well, yeah, I mean, everybody's got an opinion until they get smacked in the, smacked in the mouth, right? Or was that a plan? Yeah. Yeah. I, I think that the, uh, the removal of consequences for people's actions has a lot to do with that. Um, <laughs> when I was a kid, if you talk shit, you got a smack in the mouth, and that was that, you know? Um, I don't think we can, uh, I don't think we can reach out over the internet. <laughs> I did a post today, talked about that. If you look on my Instagram, I talk about getting my ass kicked. I challenged Russell Brunson to wrestle. If anyone knows Russell Brunson, he's, you know, he's, he's, he's one wrestler. I've read his books. I would not, <laughs> I would know automatically not to wrestle Russell. Brunson. My shoulder still hurts today. <laughs> but you know what? Russell Brunson respects me now, but I took an ass whooping like a man. Wow. You know what I mean? <laughs> Why? Because I opened my mouth. I said, wow. hey, you want to wrestle? He's like, 
okay, let's go. I was like, oh, what I do? Man. Open my <laughs> Dude, I, I love to fight too, but I, I don't think I'd be. Uh, I don't think I'd be trying to wrestle Russell Brunson after reading his books. No, we'd, I'd leave that one alone. <laughs> so, talking of fighting, um, you know, guys around my age and older, we start to slow down, and uh, I noticed it when I was falling asleep in the afternoons, and uh, I, I had no idea that my diet and my lifestyle had led to such a uh, such a low testosterone number. And I had done a lot of damage to my body from being an alcoholic. And so the doctor prescribed me testosterone. And in becoming a fan of yours, um, you know, you've got a lot of knowledge on that on that subject. And you, you help with naturally boosting testosterone and natural foods. Can you talk on that for a little bit maybe for us and, and share some things that uh, guys that are going through that could maybe benefit from? First of all, congratulations for being sober. How long has it been now? Uh, let's see here. Six years and seven weeks and like three days. <laughs> right on. Congratulations. That's, that's amazing. I'll, Thank you. I'll tell you, I, I was doing blood work about six months ago and I, I wasn't an alcoholic. I just like to drink like shot tequila every once right. in a while, you know, and I, I sometimes would drink too much, but my doctor, and again, my wife said it first, but my doctor, the guy looking at my blood work said, hey, your liver enzymes are a little elevated. Do you mind stop drinking? Boom, done. That was it. I have no desire. So that serves nobody anything any good. And it certainly doesn't help testosterone levels or any other hormone function in your body. It's fun for a minute, but we pay the consequences. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So with that being said, a lot of men come to me who got on TRT. So let me let me say this first and foremost. I'm not on TRT. Regardless of what the trolls will say on the internet, I've been tested multiple times. I've put the evidence out there, but people still have a hard time believing that at the age of 60, you can have a lean body. That to me, I don't get that either. Why is it impossible for somebody who's lived a lifestyle for more than four decades to look a certain way? I'm 5'8", 185 pounds, big deal, I got abs. <laughs> you know, so what? So people to automatically, the first thing out of their mouth is TRT, no, it's not there. So a lot of guys, because I've made a stance, I'm not saying I'll never do it. Mm -hmm. I'm just saying I don't currently need to do it. And I choose not to put a cream or take a shot or put some pellets in my body because I don't want to rely on that when I know based upon my experience that lifestyle and you know my five principles that I teach is absolutely capable of helping you increase if certainly if you've never tried it before. So you had mentioned earlier that you didn't realize your lifestyle was mm -hmm. affecting you in right. a negative way. Right. Well, no that's idea. what I help people do. Understand that, yes, lifestyle is the single most important thing. Whether or not you're on TRT, it doesn't matter because being on TRT, it's not a magic pill. It's not a magic shot. Right. You still have to eat right, exercise, yes. have the right mindset and all that stuff. <laughs> all it did was inflate me. It blew me up like immensely, like, like I'm holding water, like my face swells up and all of it. So... Uh... Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm still I'm still looking for the the benefits of it. To be fair, but I'm just doing what the doctors told me. Um, but you did touch on your five principles, and I, I want to just just run through those real quick um, because in doing that and implementing those, I think there's a, a really immense amount of value in them. So you've got you've got mindset, meals, movement, community, and integrity. Um, for men. So can you can you run us through those real quick? Yeah, so for years, people would ask me, hey, what do you think the single most important thing is for somebody to get in shape? Is it diet or exercise? It's neither. It's mindset yes. first, because 
I could give you the best diet in the world, whether it's keto, intermittent fasting, paleo, carnivore, any of these things that are also popular right now. Mm -hmm. I could give you any of those and all of them would work as long as your mind is set to do them. The minute you stop doing them because your mind is not set, because the potato chips look good or the pizza or you had an office party or some bullshit reason that we all come up with, that was stronger than your mind being set to do it. So mindset is number one. Then it goes to meals. Mm -hmm. we, we, so here's something that's really important for people to understand. I want them to write it down. You're not what you eat. People say you are what you eat. You're not what you eat. You're what you digest. So then you have to look at what you eat. Are you eating something that comes from a bag? Chances are you're going to be fat and out of shape if that's the case. The further you get away from the soil, the worse the food is. Right. So if the animal you're eating is from a test tube or the plants that you're eating are not raised in good soil, you know, just the further you get away from nature, in other words, the worse it's going to be for you. So you have your mindset, you have your meals, and you have to digest your food because indigestion is basically, if you don't digest, you die. Right. So people need digestive enzymes. And the reason being is because they're no longer found in the food. People aren't eating good raw vegetables where the enzymes are at. We're cooking them, we're nuking them. And I'm not saying I don't do that. What I'm saying is at least I take a, an enzyme that I know is whole food based, pre-digested, which will help me. So then you have movement. As we age, we need to do the right exercise, not two hours in the gym. That's stupid. My workouts are 20, 30 minutes at the max. I do 20 or 30 minutes of cardio afterwards. So I'm looking at one hour of my life in a week that's 168 hours. I dedicate five of those hours in a week for sure. Maybe some extra if, if my son comes over or whatever, right. or my buddies. I'll go out there and do some stuff. Then community is key. The number one reason pro athletes get depressed after they're done playing football, for example, it's not getting hit in the ribs when you're throwing a pass. That's not what they miss. Mm -hmm. They miss the locker room. Yeah. It's the community that you're snapping a towel, you're talking shit, you're hanging out, you're talking about the game, what you could have done better. You put me in a room or you put you in a room or any man watching this in a room with a bunch of other confident men, you know what naturally is going to happen to them? Their testosterone is going to go up, mm -hmm. period. Yeah. No way around it. If women's menstrual cycles sync up, why wouldn't men's testosterone elevate another men's testosterone? And for any trainer to get on here and, and, and say that what I'm saying is wrong, you're dumb. You're, you're dumb. I'm just going to say it right now. But somebody will take this out of context. And, and, and take a soundbite and make it look wrong. And then the last piece is integrity. So if you hired me as your coach and I ask you, hey, were you, did you do your mindset? Were you at a seven or above? And you lie to me and say, oh, you didn't tell me about the pizza. Or you didn't tell me you missed a workout. Or even further down the line with integrity, if you're cheating on your wife, if you're cheating on your taxes, if you're lying in business, if you're stealing money, that shit weighs on you and it will affect your testosterone. Absolutely guaranteed 100% beyond a shadow of a doubt. No kidding. You see, now I've done all that in a, in a past life mm -hmm. and uh, I know it's a very bad way to live. Um, you know, that's one of the, the main catalysts for me doing things right now is, is the amount of mistakes I made you know, six, seven, ten years ago in my past. Um, but the fact that integrity 
is such an important thing in all of life and the fact that it has a direct uh, correlation to testosterone levels that's something that I had never uh, I never put together myself but I'll tell you from experience is is most likely true because when I lived outside of integrity I was not um, I was I was not a good man I was not in good shape I was not in control of my drinking or, or drug use or any of it and so it all comes from that one word integrity thank you it for has, that. living a poor life like you just described has to manifest somewhere. Some people are shittier than other people. And some people can act shittier longer than other people before it affects them. Mm -hmm. But if you're a good person like you were, who went down a bad path and got caught up in the momentum of that path, then that weight of acting out of a way that your mom and dad taught you, you right. knew you were doing that, oh, yeah. that you were not in line with what you were taught as a young man. Mm -hmm. So that in and of itself, will wreak havoc on your hormones. Testosterone is one of those hormones. It, it, your human body, it's completely impossible to separate the physical from the spiritual, from the emotional, from the relational, from any of it. We're one like an egg. This is the shell, the collect, mm -hmm. you know, the yolk and the white is in there, you know, and it, it just, so people need to understand that bigger picture. And when guys come into my program, that's how I treat them. When we have a Zoom call, we talk about everything but the treadmill and white fish and asparagus. It's the last <laughs> thing because you know yeah. you need to get on the treadmill. Mm -hmm. You know you need to eat more fish and asparagus. Mm -hmm. You're just not doing it. So for me to have you pay me a bunch of money to train you, and then all I talk about is that, I'm robbing you. But what I talk about is all of this other stuff that still might be surfacing up. We wipe it away, and then the treadmill and the whitefish and asparagus becomes really easy. And you're like, God, this wasn't as hard as I made it out to be. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. No, you're, you're, spot on. you're spot on, Clark. But the, the thing is, mate, we, we weren't taught this in school. You know, we weren't. I, I know it from the last five years of personal development stuff. I've discovered it. You're out there teaching it. But we... You and I, like growing up, this wasn't available to us, man. So I don't blame anybody listening that's still trying to figure this out. But guys, if you are listening, listen to Clark, man. He, I, I will absolutely follow you more, Clark. You are, you're spot on with so much stuff. I appreciate it, brother. I really do. And honestly, this, is, this goes back to me answering the question of how do I get into this. This is the side of me that was created to do this. I literally lay around all day. If I'm not, if I, if I'm on my couch looking like a sloth, my mind is going over all of this stuff and reliving conversations with men and in and, and hearing these things and going, oh, now I get it. I remember years ago, Paul Check told me, Clark, I was I was studying this course and it was it was over my head. I'm not the greatest book learner but I'm a learner of people. I listen. Mm -hmm. And he said, Clark, we learn in layers. And it hit me. And I'm like, wow, the layers that have been added on to my life, as far as this goes with every single man that's come across my path has given me all of this knowledge, not because I'm some guy that went to Harvard and learned it. It's because I'm a guy that wakes up every day. First of all, lives it myself. Like mm -hmm. this is me right now today. <laughs> no Photoshop. It's, it. it's current. Yes. I, I live it myself first, and then I help other men live it, and I learn from what I hear from them. So this morning, for example, every Monday morning, I get a list of men from my EA to call in my program. Mm -hmm. So I call those men, and I ask them, how am I doing? And I'm ready 
to take an ass whooping if I need it. And thankfully, all of these guys that pick up the phone, because the ones that aren't doing good won't pick up the phone, and they never expect from me, the guy at the, the top of the totem pole, to call. Mm. I say, how am I doing? Tell me the truth. And when I hear the input coming back, it goes into my knowledge base. And I'm like, this is how I can serve the next man better from the beginning. And this is how I'll improve my service to the men that I'm currently serving. Because I consider myself a servant leader. This is my calling and my purpose. And I'm also coachable. And I too have invested tens of thousands of dollars into personal development. And something that people need to understand, the personal development that we get is with business and, and financial things doesn't always pay dividends right away. Mm -hmm. and, and if we're smart enough, we realize that. And we got to understand that fitness will pay dividends right away, but you might not see it as fast as you want to. So the idea and the concept is, to get a return on your investment by sticking around long enough until you see it in your body, in your attitude, in your energy, in your confidence, in your relationships, in all of these things. Yeah, it's it's absolutely cumulative. And you can't get to 100 without taking the first steps, man. It, it just, it, it really is that way. Um, wow. I, Clark, you know, I don't know what else to ask you um <laughs> it's it's been such a pleasure being able to just sit here and listen to you tell it like it is and for somebody that's you know 15 20 years further along in the journey than i am you absolutely um you inspire me to do better so so thank you very much for that um before we wrap up today uh this is one question that i ask all of the folks that come on the show if you could speak directly to an entrepreneur that's maybe 10 or 20 years behind you in the process and struggling a little bit, what's one piece of advice that you give them to help them through that struggle? Don't get caught up in the stuff, man. No. I mean, more stuff yes. is not going to make a difference in your life. The stuff mm -hmm. that you should be focused on is exactly what we just talked about. And this is not to get someone to join my program. It's to get you to understand that if you're so focused on your business because you want more stuff, and this is the 100% reason why we are entrepreneurs and we mm -hmm. get into business, yeah. period. There's no, there's no way around it. We want more. Yes. So your pursuit of more is going to have you be put on the back burner, just what I started with. Mm -hmm. You're going to put yourself on the back burner, and if you're not scheduling time for yourself, you will slowly gain a pound and another pound, and another pound. And then when you look back down the path, you're gonna go, how did I end up here? And you're gonna remember my voice in your head saying, man, I should have listened to that guy. I should have joined his program. I should have joined a program. I should have made some sort of decision to take action to improve in the areas of my life that I know I'm lacking in. Man. Just, that's wonderful, Clark. Thank you so much. All right, look, I got one more question for you and then I'm going to stop monopolizing your afternoon. Uh, it has been a pleasure to have you on the show, my friend. Um, for those people that would like to take a little action today and maybe learn a little more about you or learn a little more about working with you, what's the best place to follow you online and the best place to maybe become a client? So let's just cut right straight to the chase. Go to Instagram. It's at Clark Bartram. DM me. The words small business surgeon 
DM me, small business surgeon. I personally will get back to you. Like I said, I would earlier in the podcast. You will hear my voice and I will give you the exact same instructions. All right, here's what's going to happen. Let's not beat around the bush. Let's not kick tires and play games and waste anyone's time. Let's take action. You're an entrepreneur. You're the kind of guy who requires things from the people in your circle of influence to get you to the next level. That's the same thing I'm asking from you. Let's get you to the next level. I know I can get you there. There's not a question in my mind. Do you believe enough in yourself like I believe in you? If so, DM me, small business surgeon, and I'm going to pay you a commission on anyone that comes into the program. Wow. Wow. I love that. was not expecting that, Clark. Thank you so much. Guys, that was the world-renowned fitness expert, Clark Bartram. I am just overwhelmed that he's come on the show and got to hang out with us for a little bit and uh, please go check out his instagram subscribe to his channels and if you want to get in the best shape of your life and uh, get a mentor that really really has been there and done it all please dm him on instagram uh, small business surgeon and uh, get hooked up clark thank you so much for coming on the show man it's been a pleasure my pleasure, brother. Hopefully, you're the first person that DMs me. Let's go. <laughs> oh, he sunk the hook in, ladies and gentlemen. He sunk the hook in. All right, guys, that's going to do it for today. Thanks again to Clark, and uh, I will see you on this week's episode of Friday Fire. Thanks for tuning in. You'll be good, and stay safe. This has been the Small Business Surgeon Podcast. If you've made it this far, you clearly like it. So go on iTunes and leave us a five-star review. This helps people find the show and spread the good word. Share with friends and follow us at Small Business Surgeon on Facebook and Instagram. Thanks for tuning in, and we'll see you for your follow-up next week.